the Life of Big Dog podcast. Recently voted best podcast in the universe by the International House of Podcasts. The International House of Podcasts is not a real thing. If it were, we'd probably only come in like fourth. And now your host, the Big Dog. The world has gone mad, but at least you know if you hear the boom tap, you're listening to another comforting version, not version, episode of the Life of Big Dog podcast. I am your host, the Big Dog. On today's show, we're going to talk about weirdness. I'm going to tell you a couple of medical terms, legit real medical terms that apply to me and might make me the weirdest guy in the universe. But before we get there... I want to say thank you once again for taking the time to download and listen. I know it's a very busy life right now, you know, with the whole world being shut down and us all being forced to live in rooms alone, separate from other people in the house and their rooms alone, and we can only text each other or video chat with family, and God knows we're out of toilet paper and paper towel, and for the love of God, where's the bleach wipes? We still need bleach wipes. It is a crazy world out there. I'm in Colorado, the entire state of Colorado is on lockdown, and yet here we are, together, once again, who'd have thought it, episode number six. Please take the time to find me on Twitter. I am desperate for followers, I'm pleading you, pleading with you, I'm begging you. No, I just, I would love to get some conversations going out there. Show ideas, compliment my facial hair, uh, tell me that bald is beautiful. There's no wrong answer. Just find me on Twitter. My handle there is BigDog underscore KA. We are also on Facebook. And I really need to look at the name of this page before I start recording each week because I look like an idiot. But I'm pretty sure it's just Facebook.com, The Life of Big Dog Podcast. I should probably shorten that because that's pretty wordy. But find us there. Find us anywhere. Get involved. Let's chat. Have a little fun. Um, yeah. Life is weird out there. We podcast hosts, well, some of us try to entertain and get your mind off things for a little while, but we don't want to get lost in the mix that real life things are going on out there. We need to keep you informed on the important news. I'm going to do that again in a segment I like to call One Important Thing That Happened This Week. Here's one important thing that happened this week. In an episode all about weird things, let's talk weird sides with meals. A Minnesota restaurant is offering a pretty unusual promotion, but appropriate given the coronavirus pandemic. With takeout orders over $25, this Minnesota restaurant is giving away a free roll of toilet paper. The Cambridge Bar and Grill, coincidentally in Cambridge, Minnesota, said that every order totaling over 25 bucks now comes with a free roll of toilet paper. Given the fact that so many people are apparently having trouble finding some, we have 47 rolls in my house, not on purpose. But I guess it makes sense. Sean Okerlund is the owner of the Cambridge Bar and Grill, and he said when, when the customers get their order, you hear a genuine laugh, and that's the best thing right now. Could not agree more. He said he wants to bring a smile to customers' faces, as a break from the anxieties of the COVID-19 outbreak. He wanted to do something nice. He's not making fun of the situation. He just wants to put a smile on people's faces. 
Meanwhile, I'm just kind of hoping it doesn't mean that whatever's in the takeout container makes me need the toilet paper worse. So the Cambridge Bar and Grill, as a special side, it's not fries, it's not a salad, it's toilet paper. That's one important thing that happened this week. Welcome to this week's edition of The Doghouse. So, I talked last week about my struggles with something called body dysmorphia. And not a lot of people are familiar with that unless you've been through the weight loss progress process. Um, I defined it a little bit, went through some of my own personal symptoms and experiences with it, and kind of decided maybe it's not body dysmorphia, but maybe it's just this inner fat thing I've got going on, which ends up having an actual term. Um, so it makes me a little weird, I think, that I took a picture of myself last week and someone told me, I've never seen you look so good. But I get up in the morning and I walk into the bathroom and I look at myself in the mirror and I'm literally disgusted by what I see and want to instantly drop down and do 5,000 sit-ups. But I'm not going to spend a ton of time on that. I just want to use that as the foundation of the fact that I'm a weird dude. And I got some stuff in my head that needs to be dealt with. Or maybe medicated. Or bleached. Mental bleach, if that's a thing. So here's my deal. On top of dysmorphia, here's another term that applies to me. Anosmia. Some of you might know what that is. Some of you might not. Here's the Cliff's Notes. I don't have a sense of smell. Can't smell shit. I mean, literally, I can't smell it. I have never smelled a rose. I have never smelled my daughter's hair. I didn't smell their diapers when I changed them. I have never smelled a skunk. I have never gone outside in the spring and, and said, ah, Rain's a-coming. I've never done that. I've never, I've never taken a whiff of food before I ate it and went, Oh my gosh, it's amazing. I can't smell a damn thing. was born that way. Your first question, almost always, is, Well, can you taste things? And yeah, I can taste things. I don't know if I taste it the same way you can taste it, but I taste stuff. There are certain things that I have to judge based on texture, because there's no taste. Um, whipped cream. Mushrooms. Um, I can't even think what else right now. There are several items that... I don't have a specific taste association for, so it all comes down to how it feels in my mouth, which sounds ridiculous, and if my brother ever hears this, he's going to laugh because he made fun of me about that for years. If it's too soft, if it's gooey, if it's slimy, uh, it's over. I'm spitting it out, and I'm puking it out, and I'm gagging. I'm gagging right now thinking about it. The thought of gummy gelatinous... Mushrooms in my mouth is not okay. Because uh, I can't taste them. It's just a glob of gel. And that's nasty. I do have a weakness, if that's the right term for it, for things like barbecue sauce, ketchup, uh, vinegary, citrusy things. I put ketchup and barbecue sauce on everything. I mean, literally almost everything. I put a little barbecue sauce in mac and cheese because it makes it taste smoky and tangy. I put ketchup on eggs. I definitely have to have steak sauce or something similar on my steak. 
there are a lot of things that I taste that I don't know the difference, but that if I were to suddenly get your sense of smell, I might take a bite and not be able to tell what it is. We're going to do a video soon, uh, as a family video, where my fiance and I are going to be blindfolded. Uh, she will have her sense of smell, of course. I will have my busted-ass nose. And our kids are going to feed us different foods, and we're going to try to guess based on spell and taste what they are. My theory is I'm not going to have a freaking clue what I'm eating. A couple things might trigger something. I might be able to tell, like, if it's mac and cheese, I might be able to say, hey, that's macaroni, this is probably mac and cheese. Um, but I'm probably going to lose that challenge. And that should be interesting. Maybe I'll post a link to it on my page when we do it. So that makes me weird. People like to give me a hard time about that. But that's nothing compared to this. Next thing. I don't know how to pronounce this name. I'm going to try. I'm, I've got it called up on my computer, and it's phonetically spelled out. Uh, I think it's Pitekianophobia. Pitekianophobia. Yeah, I think it's pitakianophobia. And here's what that means, and I'm a little ashamed and embarrassed to say this. Luckily, only seven people listen to the show, so only the seven of you will be able to judge me for it. Uh, I'm stalling. I don't like stickers. I don't... I don't like stickers. If you try to put a sticker on me, uh, I, I borderline freak out and have a I used to have like anxiety now I just kind of ignore it and I'll have someone peel it off for me uh, it is really really weird when I get an apple and there's that little sticker on it it's really hard for me to take it off if it gets stuck to my finger I've got to like try to wipe it off with the trash can real fast so it's not on me um, my best theory and it's going to play into the anosmia thing, is that we got scratch and sniff stickers when I was in elementary school back in the 80s. And kids would work hard and try to get a good grade, and the teacher would put a Bananarama sticker on their shirt and scratch it, and people would sniff it and be like, oh, that's the coolest thing ever. And then I'd get one, and I'd scratch it, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's cool, that's tied for the best thing I've ever smelled. So maybe the fact that that was so embarrassing and stressful that everyone else could smell it and I couldn't made me hate stickers? I don't know. I have no idea. I just know that I remember having to go to my neighbor's house as a kid to borrow a stamp and <laughs> I feel I feel the anxiety right now. <sighs> I had to just hold the stamp in my hand and walk it back home. I didn't like it. Uh, I do not like talking about this at all. It is messing with my head. Uh, when my kids jokingly say, Hey, Dad, look at this, and put a sticker on my arm or on my back. Woo! This is the most embarrassing thing ever. Um, I will have to have someone else take it off. Or I will take my shirt off and change my shirt so it doesn't have a sticker on it. When I buy a set of jeans, I'm taking a drink of water so I can stop gagging, because stickers are weird. Okay. So when I get a pair of jeans and it's got, like, the 3636 sticker on it, uh, I have to, like, peel the corner with my fingernail so I don't touch it and peel it off and try to flip it into a trash can. Um, so the moral of the story here, I'm going to stop talking about it, is I am messed up in the head. Like, royally messed up in the head.
who who can't smell a flower and then and then throws up in his mouth when someone puts a sticker on his sleeve? Well, I do that. And I'm not proud of it, but damn if it's not funny to tell the story. Oh, I don't know what else to say. I'm just going to end this by saying, please don't judge me. I'm still a good person. Um, and, and I'm really embarrassed. So today's thought for the week is a callback. A little bit to the weird part, a little bit to last week's show. Here's the deal. Body dysmorphia is a real thing. It can jack with how you feel and and what you believe about your personal appearance. What you see in the mirror is what you've convinced yourself is real, which is the worst picture of yourself, when the real you might be healthy, fit, happy, all those things. What I'm learning is there's also a version of dysmorphia that impacts your inner self and your psyche. So if you spend long enough in a situation or surrounded by voices that continuously try to convince you that everything that's wrong starts with you, or that you've consistently failed to measure up in some way, you will start to take it as fact. Trust me. And no matter how much better you think you are, the very first second those thoughts are entered back into your mind, all those old feelings seem verified and they suddenly feel like facts in your head again. I'm not sure what the solution is, but just as I'm fighting the body dysmorphia part by taking it head on, and I'm going to do the Operation Shirt Off thing, and I'm going to put myself out there and force myself to face it, I think maybe the same applies to the inner stuff. You would attack, you attack it until you and nobody else can possibly see the worst version of you. And maybe most importantly, make sure you're looking in the right mirror. That is going to do it for episode 6 of the Life of Big Dog podcast. Once again, thank you for taking the time to listen. I hope you enjoyed, and I greatly appreciate you taking the time. Uh, In the coming weeks, we're going to have a special crossover with a new podcast called Facing 500, where we're going to get really in-depth and talk about weight loss and fitness and those struggles, issues, failures, successes. I really think it's going to be eye-opening for people who are just going to hear to real-world people, not Instagram fitness models, not TV personalities, just two people in very different stages with very similar struggles. So tune in for that and check out Facing 500. Uh, That's going to do it for us today. We will talk to you soon. Have an amazing week. Wash your freaking hands now.